Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. A new type of geothermal power plant just made the internet a little greener. A new approach to geothermal energy makes it possible to tap the energy of hot rocks just about anywhere. A pilot plant in Nevada is now helping to power Google data centers by Gregory Barber. Earlier this month, one corner of the internet got a little bit greener, thanks to a first-of-its-kind geothermal operation in the northern Nevada desert. Project RED, developed by a geothermal startup called Fervo, began pushing electrons onto a local grid that includes data centers operated by Google. The search company invested in the project two years ago as part of its efforts to make all of its data centers run on green energy 24-7. Project RED is small, producing between 2 and 3 megabytes of power, or enough to power a few thousand homes, but it is a crucial demonstration of a new approach to geothermal power that could make it possible to harness the Earth's natural heat anywhere in the world. The Nevada Site, an Enhanced Geothermal System, or EGS, works differently. Instead of drilling into the natural geothermal system, Fervo dug into rock that is completely dry and effectively created an artificial hot spring by pumping down water that returns to the surface much hotter. Fervo announced that its experiment had been a success this summer after a month-long testing period that saw temperatures at the bottom of the boreholes reach 375 degrees Fahrenheit, or 191 degrees Celsius, and enough water torrenting through the system to produce an estimated 3.5 megawatts of electricity. Those operational figures have held relatively steady since then, according to Fervo CEO Tim Latimer, suggesting the project was ready to be plugged into the grid for the long haul. The Nevada wells were drilled close enough to a traditional geothermal power plant that the project can use existing turbines and power lines to deliver electricity to the grid. While the output is short of the company's initial 5-megawatt estimate when it announced with Google, Latimer says further tweaks should eke out more electricity in the future. As it stands, the project is the first to achieve such a high level of performance, he notes. 
While two plants in northeastern France currently produce electricity from dry rocks, they operate at substantially cooler temperatures and rely on exploiting natural fault systems in the rock. Latimer says that Fervo's results point to a strategy that can be scaled up. Geothermal energy could help Google with a challenge faced by all tech companies trying to reduce the impact of power-hungry data centers. Wind and solar now power vast swaths of the cloud computing behind internet services and apps. But because wind and sun aren't always available, the flow of energy derived from them isn't either. Google has in recent years purchased enough renewable power to cover its data operations' annual energy use. But at any given hour of the day, on any particular grid, the electricity that flows into the data center may have to come from a dirtier source. The company is now working on a more ambitious 2030 goal to secure 24-7 clean energy on the local grids where its data centers are located. Geothermal is a leading candidate for making it possible. There's a very small group of options there for technologies that we could scale, says Michael Terrell, Senior Director for Climate and Energy at Google. The company has explored other options, like new types of small-scale nuclear reactors or hydrogen fuel produced by renewable electricity, but they will likely take more time to develop. Out of the next set of technologies after wind, solar, and lithium-ion storage, this is the first one that's actually out there delivering electrons, Terrell says of the new Nevada geothermal plant. With an output of just a few megawatts of power, it's a long way from providing the hundreds of megawatts a typical data center might need, but he considers the concept proven out. Although it's now up and running, EGS still has risks. The initial costs of the project are high, simply because reaching rocks that are hot enough requires drilling thousands of feet beneath the surface. The granite beneath places like the western U.S. is considered ideal for EGS because it provides relatively shallow heat and lacks natural fissures, meaning the only cracks into which the water will flow are those that engineers create. But the hard, tombstone-like rock is especially difficult to drill through. Once the hard work of drilling the wells is over, there's still a chance that the EGS project will never tap enough heat or pump enough water to power a plant. Sometimes it's just not possible to properly read out what conditions will be like down there in advance. And some past EGS projects have accidentally triggered destructive earthquakes by disturbing natural faults. Those challenges can dissuade investors, says Latimer, who are more interested in doling out small sums to exciting new lab projects or more significant investments to more proven technologies like solar. He describes technologies like EGS, theoretically feasible but not yet proven at large scale, as the missing middle of energy investment. Latimer says that Fervo has focused on reducing upfront drilling costs and mitigating the risk that a project will fail, primarily through modeling based on geological data to build an accurate picture of how the geothermal system it is creating will function. That work has been aided by the U.S. government, which has funded a project called FORGE in Utah, aimed at de-risking EGS technology, primarily by testing out pricey tools and techniques like drill bits and seismic monitors to see what works. The lessons are passed along to startups like Fervo. Fervo's next EGS project in Beaver County, Utah, is scheduled to be operational in 2026 and will be far bigger than Project Red at 400 megawatts. The location, visible from the Forge site, was chosen for its well-understood geology and proximity to existing transmission lines. Latimer declined to give specific cost estimates for the electricity produced from the project, but he said the project is on track to match the costs of a traditional geothermal project, and all of its future energy production is already spoken for by utilities and other electricity customers. We're sold out, he says, for now at least. 
Latimer says the company is in the early stages of additional projects throughout the western U.S. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at Wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.